Right, welcome back to the Vinyl Collective. Episode 20, John. We made it quite far. Your weekly journal <laughs> on the hip-hop and R&B landscape. I am your host, Topper. And I am your co-host, John. Yeah, welcome. episode 20. We keep, yeah, we keep uh, talking every week about, you know, oh, 18, coming of age. 20, yeah. 19. Feels so um, old, though. But yeah, I can't yeah. believe it's in 20 weeks, man. Um, yeah. First of all, I actually wanted to start off nicely and then let me give a shout out to you guys. You know, it's been 20 odd weeks I was doing this. So many listeners along the way, like, gosh, like, good 50 or subscribers on Spotify, 17 countries, like... Yeah, it's going pretty well. So yeah, shout out to you guys if you haven't already. You know, you might be new here. You might be like, you might look at the title of the episode. I don't know what the fuck's going to be yet, but we something interesting. And you might be like, okay, well, who are these guys? Subscribe to the Vinyl Collective, you know, on Spotify if you're a smart man. On Apple Music, if you're just a bit, you know, lagging a bit behind, you'll get there one day. But shout out to 40% of listeners that Yeah. <laughs> shout out to 40% of listeners. Shout out to our Eastern European fans <laughs> as well. John mentioned yeah. that a few weeks ago. But yeah, shout out to you guys. Um... Yeah, also follow us on the social CVC pod on Twitter, Final Collective Pod on Instagram. And yeah, hope you enjoy your stay. So let's let's just get right yeah. into it. There's a there's a lot of shit to go let's, through. There's a in. lot of shit to go through. So I'm gonna continue on. You guys know my Futurama stuff. Um continuing on. I'm Here season nine of ten. Season nine of ten. So almost done. Almost almost completed my journey into my childhood, essentially. But yeah, there was one episode, right? I think it's they're very interesting episodes where obviously Fry, the one of the main characters in the show, he's from the year 2000, right? And Fry caught the common cold, but he is a man from the year 2000 in the year 3000, and the common cold does not exist in the year 3000, does it? So it's actually really dangerous when he, when he got ill because he has a virus that no one else has. It could wipe out the population. It could, you know, fill up the beds. You know, people have to quarantine and all that. So that's exactly what happened. They had to quarantine the whole of New New York because Fry caught the common cold. Um, so what happened was Bender was like, fuck that. You know, he's not going to stay. And then he transmitted this to everyone. And this, you know, long story short, the solution was they unearthed New New York and they were going to ship it to the sun and just burn everyone in New New York. And I was like, fuck it <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> Which is probably something that our government has thought about doing. Exactly. You know, it's like... It's <laughs> like looking into the future and it's like, oh, it's fucking dystopian. Yeah. Like, and this, also, this obviously episode came out like a good 10 odd years ago. It's like, it's like what Simpsons do. It's, yeah. it's scary. It's scary. Every couple of years, like, there's some kind of major world event. You're like, Simpsons said that would happen in 1994. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. What? But this one was just so weird because yeah, they were talking about, like, oh, there's no, there's no vaccine we can get. There's no, there's no vaccine can exist. I'm like, it's like so fucking relevant, mate. But, you know, as, well, I was also thinking about things that, you know, need to be quickly quarantined, packaged and sent to the sun to disintegrate. And one of the first things that came to my mind was the new Meek Mill song uh, featuring little baby, Kobe. Uh, have you heard of this song, John? Oh, I've heard of the song. I have not listened to it yet. I've, okay. I mean, I've kind of followed the narrative around it, but give us your thoughts on what it sounds okay, like. Okay, cool. Quick, quick context, right? So Meek Mill and Lil Baby had a unreleased song but good thing mm. you know we caught that early good job on us um, <laughs> you know a song called kobe and Sorry, the... I don't oh my fucking google nest i've not taken that out fuck my google nest but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah so the line goes um if i ever lack i'm going out of my chopper it be another kobe 
And it's like, I mean, that, <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. And there's a lot of discussions around that. But me personally, I'll, I'll kick off and I'll give my thoughts. Being sensitive, mate. Like, it's only been like a fresh year. Like, barely, barely a year since this man's died. And I don't think, I don't think that's the, like, there's certain lines in rap where it's like, oh, that, that was, you know, a bit risque. But, you know, it's just so fucking, like, it's so It smart. works or something. Yeah, like, it works. It but, made sense. But, I read the lyrics and yeah. was like, it's so out of place. Like you yeah. didn't need to, you were like trying so hard to get that lyric in there. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, yeah, they, it's like they titled the song first before everything else. It's also like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, it was a year anniversary and like everyone was yeah. posting about it. And he's got the song in the lock and he's like, yeah, like let's release it. <laughs> what? I don't know. No. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. Like, who thought? Oh, it's like this is why we always talk about studio time. It's studio scenario number four hundred thirty-two. Who is saying no? Like, who? Like, are you? Is the producers nodding his head? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. That's that's fire, dog. Oh, yeah, some fire. Yeah, there. keep keep spinning. Yeah, like what is this? I'm going out with my chopper. Be another Kobe. What does that? What does that mean? Does that mean you're it's gonna not even a clever play on words? Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Also, yeah, so, I mean, some more context. Obviously, mm. Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's oh, yeah, she was not. widow, she <laughs> responded to it on, on Instagram in a mm. pretty funny, classy way, mm. um, said that she didn't wasn't familiar with uh, Meek Mill's music. Obviously, she is, but it's just a funny response. So I mean, funny. I assume she, I'm assuming she is. Um, yeah. And, yeah, if he, if he wanted to kind of memorialize him or kind of appreciate him there were a lot of other ways he could do that and a lot of more what was it like more intelligent or like yeah funnier way she he could said, it's basically said, that. i don't know you but you're better than that <laughs> and it's like yeah yeah like yeah it's like, i'm sure you can come up with something better than that yeah yeah <laughs> you know what is it reminds me of that kiki palmer meme where she's like uh, I don't know who this man is. <laughs> He'd be walking across the street and wouldn't know a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <hard> that, man. <laughs> it's like that. It's like it's just so shady. But it's like you know, he knew what was cut. Like I don't know why he thought that was. Do you know what it is? You know what it is? He's probably because he's on a song with Lil Baby, so he's thinking, oh, no one's gonna look at the lyrics to this. Like who the fuck looks mm. at the lyrics to a Lil Baby song? And then that one guy, that one intent guy, was like, what? Kobe, and then he, he probably thought it was like a fire bar. I mean, he read it, it's like, that is not fire. Like, what's going on? And then, you know. And then obviously, me kind of was like indirecting her response on it on Twitter, kind of saying, you know, like, oh, he's just gonna like come back and do what he's doing. Or it's something kind of weird, like he's just gonna keep doing what he's doing or he's gonna respond to it. But then in the end, he kind of said he had privately apologized or something. See, that, that's um, fucking stupid, isn't it? Like, you don't need Because you've been sitting on this song. That's what makes it even worse. You've had such a long time to like mull it over and you've released it and then been like, oh yeah, sorry. Like, did you think this wasn't going to be picked up? I don't know. Like, wait, is it him featuring Lil Baby or is it Lil, um, Lil Baby featuring him? Whose song is I'm this? Gonna I... say, I'm going to say it's Lil Baby's song, but I... that's a guess. That's the thing. Um, it feel... I hope so. Let's find out. Uh, it is a little baby's. No, I don't know. That's the thing we don't. What's I think it's a joint. A Kobe. It's called. It's called Kobe. I think it's unreleased, right? So who knows who song yeah. it is? But yeah, the point is, Meat Mill. Yeah, he is. I think anyone who's followed Meat Mill on Twitter knows he's a bit of a man child. Like he's one. Of, he's one of those artists that like, it hasn't really clicked for him that he's famous 
and the things you tweet are just going to be looked at in a different way because people kind of expect you to be above that shit. So, but in these cases, even if you're famous or not, you just take the L. You're like, you know what? Yeah. There's just a lot of energy in the studio. We weren't really thinking. Fuck it, you know, apologize. But you can't double yeah. down on shit like that. Like, it's the man's widowed wife. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? But, yeah. yeah, not, um, not much I'll say. And to I mean, to, to, yeah. quote, to quote 50 Cent, uh, he's really not that bright. Yeah, he said that in twenty. He, he, he warned us five he warned years us. ago. He warned us five years ago. He's really not that bright. <laughs> he's, he's not. I mean, Wheat Mills had some weird pictures. You know, when he said, I think there was a picture of him saying "checkers, not chess," and the king was in the wrong position. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's. That. Yeah, the king was like. Yeah, it's the weird video of him with like in the, chi- the- him in his car with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> He's had so many weird pictures. I, the, the one I was referencing was the one where he's by the pool and he had like chips on his thigh. And you keep on saying the world hasn't been the same since this happened. But why the fuck are you by a swimming pool with chips on your thigh? Like, why did you post that? Like, that doesn't that doesn't look intentional. It's like an accident. Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a strange lad, man. He's a strange lad. He is. Um, I'm going to switch it up and head to something that I think we both probably have a lot to say about. Um, okay. So the album... By gets conflict okay. of interest. We've seen oh, we've seen yeah. a lot. We've seen a lot posted about it. We've seen a lot of opinions. A lot of mm. you know jumping the gun proclamations, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's looking like it's heading on its way to number one. I think there was a lot of, a big push from a lot of people on social media to like get it to number one, which it will. Quite an accomplishment. Yeah, big accomplishment. Um, first thoughts. Topic. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you thought I was gonna go, no? Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to bait me, lads. You you not know the tricks John does now. You know you, you see it. You see the game. But yeah, obviously, uh, gets conflict of interest. His first major label release. I didn't know that because obviously I, I I had my ears to the streets when Girl Gospel Two dropped because um a couple of people I followed were like really hype on that. So um I guess mm-hmm. kind of the the build up to this record is not too surprising. But yeah, so I think obviously with the major label release, he's kind of been like teasing this album for a long time now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, What's I think like singles. Good, yeah, and all these like little like um billboards stuff like that. I think yeah, Warner mm-hmm. done a good job of like promoting this album quite well. Um, because obviously, gets this song has been around for literally maybe seventeen years plus. Like he's been around for a very long time. So a veteran. Yeah, he's literally a veteran. So I'm not so so you know I'm kind of. To, for him to kind of garner this much hype, it's got to be like label. You got to give some credit to the label for that. But yeah, if he gets number one, super happy for him, isn't it? Super happy for him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like the trend of, because when it comes to any branch of any denomination of hip hop, that is, you know, kind of what moves the culture nowadays. So it, it's now when I see all these guys get number one, yeah, fair enough, some of them are definitely probably like machine oriented, oriented, and you know, someone's just weaning the album on loops, but. It's a long time coming, right? Like some of these guys deserve to get number one, and like some of these guys deserve to be winning the Mercury Prize and stuff like that. It's been a long time coming because everyone's kind of known of these songs. You know, it's not like mm. rap. It's not like UK rap became famous yesterday. We all knew who the fuck Tiny Temple was. We all knew who Tinchy Strider was. Like, so yeah, I'm happy about that. But we're here to talk about the music, aren't we, John? We are always here to talk about the music. All that other outside stuff doesn't really matter too much. So conflict of interest. Like we said before, 16 tracks, six of them are just him. Six of them. Um, mm-hmm. 
initial thoughts because you know that's what we do here. But you know, I yeah. feel like we're gonna we're gonna spend quite a bit of time on this. But yeah, so I've listened to that all the album quite a bit over the last um, week or so. So obviously it came on Friday. We've been in it since. General thoughts: It's a good album. It's a good. It's a good album. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, I say, five or six tracks are really good like really 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 good. really good yeah like the way and one thing i always say like not always say but one thing i will say actually just here um when it comes to when people drop singles and then they have like an album version i'm a huge fan of that because then the song doesn't get stale because mm. sometimes you know like if kendrick Lamar drops humble and then you hear it in damn it's automatically your favorite song because you're just more comfortable with it. But the way he's kind of like edited some of these songs, so it's like it kind of ties into the whole album, like um, listening experience. I, I'm a big fan of that. So obviously Mozambique. I wasn't a huge fan of that, actually. I know people were, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like it as much as a single version, but that little like monologue spoken word he did at the start of it at the beginning, was yeah. incredible. Like I'm a huge, huge fan of this. So yeah, this, some of the transitions of the first five, six songs, like Fine Wine, great song, Mozambique, amazing, Fine and Brimstone, that, that, um, oh, that Dizzy Rascal sample. Oh, oh. fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. I, I, as soon as it came yeah. on at the beginning, I was like, yeah, we're going to be getting a good one here. Yeah. Like it's so good. So good. Um, Hop Out, of course, like talk about, I'm a fan of cars in it. So he's talking about, RX3s and MX5s. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I know yeah. all of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Obviously, yeah. IC3 is good. Autobiography, mm-hmm. really good. Like, kind of just, you know, you know when, I like when rappers kind of um, say the timestamp and they reference it in the rap. I'm a, I always like when they do that. It's a little touch, but yeah. Really good song. Um, but however, we had our reservations and I think some of them did come to be with this album. So, um, yeah. obviously... Gets is singing on this song. We have Ed Sheeran on the on, on the album track list. Yeah, I'm gonna take over here because Tope Tope is very aware that you know John's kind of getting this this image of the nice guy in the podcast and mm-hmm. Tope's the bad guy. So yeah, no, uh, I think yeah when we I think we said when we saw the track list, mm. the Ed Sheeran one was a bit of a worry. Yes. Um, whether it would kind of stand out as like different, yeah, just completely stand out from from the flow of the yeah. album. Um, I think did, did it's kind of yeah. yes yes um, so here's the thing we were saying that like six seven track run at the beginning mm-hmm. amazing three mm-hmm. or four of them superb yeah like three or four of them like incredible tracks yeah um, but there are there are a few not so great tracks um, mm-hmm. a few that like if I listen to this album again I probably would skip them yeah um, no, I agree. and that's the that's the Ed Sheeran one um uh yeah, ten thousand tears wasn't a wasn't a huge fan. Uh Skangman did not enjoy as much. Oh, okay. Damn, disagree, but keep going. Do you? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I think didn't Stormzy enjoy that track that much. It, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't okay. yeah, I think Stormzy killed it. Like he was right. amazing. Um and yeah, okay. I love Parcela Parcelou. Parcelou, Pas- go on. You got it right. Parcelou. <laughs> I got yeah. it right. Uh him and Backroad G. Yeah. Great. Just coming off of like last year, like Frontline, all of those my great tracks family. off his um yeah. There you family. go. Come on. Oh boy. Oh, Come boy. On, um but yeah, I felt like the feature it was it wasn't as good as it could have been. I think I like he had such a small snippet on the end of the song, it was like thirty seconds tops. Oh a back row no G. Pun intended. Uh 
No, who sang last song? It was Parcel. No, Parcel Lou had. No, Parcel Lou went first. Did he? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was Back Row G that had the thirty seconds. Then at yeah. the end, I was like, mm. felt like felt like he could have could have done with a bit more time. Um, do you need how yeah, long? So how much of Back Row G do you need to listen to though? He's literally like UK ODB right now, isn't he? I don't think you need to listen to like a whole. I don't know. <laughs> 34, 32 bars. I, li- I liked his. I liked his. I liked his voice on the track though. So that's yeah. why I would have liked yeah, a bit fair. more. Um, like it, it yeah. made like the the feature makes sense and it works, but. I just would like to arrange it a little bit differently. Um, well, fair, what fair. what did you not like about it? Oh, what? no mercy. Mm. Um, the hook is just a bit too different for me. The do do do. Like I I know I get it. It's different, but uh, I don't know. I can't say I'm like yeah, that's amazing. Man. I can't, I can't, like, my spirit just can't like say that. Like um, I actually I can't like imagine someone person. going into the studio. Yeah, and like grabbing the mic and going, I'm not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, this is the person being famous, right? Because if I did that, John, if I went <clears> to the <throat> studio and I was like, No motherfucking mercy, do do do, everyone will say, Mate, this guy, get this guy out of hell. We're never making out of the hood, man. Like, this guy, shit, but, but because he's gets it, he's just gonna get away with it. It's kind of like when um, Future did, La di da di da, Slava Minda. Remember that on, um, oh, what song is it? But you know that song, the Kendrick one, the Black Panther one. Yeah. Yes. So I think, yeah, there's songs like that when, like, ugh, I can't say I'm fully riding with it. Like, mm. so I think the my main gripe with this record is the middle part. I feel like you could have condensed the ideas of Good Hearts, Dead to Me, 10,000 Tears, Sonia. We've got, like, five slow songs in a row, Fab. Like, proud, mm. the Good Hearts, the Proud Family is all just, like, super toe down and maybe that's like the justin part of these like um three part you know yeah. personalities here which is fair in it but you've actually got like three ho- songs literally about love and i think kind of the same relationship and obviously like it's in, it's a nice touch having like zz mills on some of these um skits that was kind of funny but yeah mm. i don't know i feel like the idea could have been tense down I mean I guess in the end he's kind of like bringing it back to near the start of the album with songs like crud and squeeze and it's like I don't think I yeah. added more than what you did on the first six. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Fire and Brimstone was great. I think Hop Out was great. I felt like I, I already knew you were God, man. I already knew you were on that shit. So I don't think I needed Crud. Yeah, I don't think I need Crud on Squeeze. Like, yeah, that's the thing. But when you're doing 16 fucking tracks and like 70 minutes of You've material. You've got to have you know different I mean? emotions or like parts of your life you're bringing to it. Especially if it's such a concept album like this. You yeah. can't really have more than two tracks talking about the same thing yes exactly exactly because people love pointing out that this is a concept album um (laughs) god no i'm just leaving that and i love a concept (laughs) album but yeah i mean similar as always we we have our people um not the public the fans in it basically already have discussions of whether or not this will go down as a classic and i Mm. have had it up to obviously you all can't see me but up to here just Above you can head. tell he's had enough tell, <laughs> it's high enough like why do you why do we always have to do this lads and i know someone someone out there's gonna be like oh come on tops just let people enjoy things that's not the problem one obviously we have a fucking music podcast so we care mm-hmm. about the discussions of music quite a bit because we've done 20 fucking odd episodes of this so it's important to us but the problem is i don't like how it's Especially when it's like an artist that's kind of um, 
dropped mm. and people are somewhat emotionally invested in the artist, whether it's because they're from the same area as them, they look like them, whatever it may be. Do you know what I mean? They like their story, whatever. It's like, mm. I just have to ride for you, you know, matter what, even, do you know what I mean? I just have this unshakable, like, everything you do, I love. It can't just be like, oh, I like some parts. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, I can like, you know, the Manchester City squad, right? I can think Foden's a great prospect. I can think, you know, Raheem Sterling. Foden. I got one wrong. I got one wrong, Foden. Yeah. I can think Sterling's like a great striker. I think KDB is one of the best midfielders to ever do it. I'm not going to go out on my limb and say, and Mahrez too. He's one of the best. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not going to do that. Like, you can just be like, overall, this is nice. But there are some parts that aren't as great as others. But no, like, especially when it comes to initial thoughts about a record. So... When it's all good, no one ever questions that. You know, oh, if I think the album's amazing, my whole thought on the album was well thought out. I knew exactly what I was talking about. If I judge an album that just came out, that everyone likes, it's like, how could you even say that? It just came out. Even Both are wrong, mate. That's the whole fucking point, isn't it? Like, it's just annoying. Like, I don't, yeah, it's like, it's, it, you know what it is? I'm, I, I am going on the run and I'm not stopping. But like, it, it just feels like, you have to suck the whole length of an artist's dick or you're just a hater. <laughs> if you don't do that, you're just a hater. Like, it can't just be like, I kind of like it. It's, it's, oh. safer, it's safer to join the public opinion of it's a 10 out of 10 than, than to say, yeah, it was all right. I didn't like this or that. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're right. You're right. There's not a safe space in the first few weeks to say that you didn't like an album that is publicly well-received. Yeah, like... You just have to kind of hide in the shadows. Like, you can't just be like, yep, yeah, 10 out. Yep, yeah, 10 out of 10 record. It's like, sorry, excuse me. Didn't Slow Tide just come out like a week prior and everyone was talking that that was going to be the fucking album of the year? Like, why do we keep doing this? We keep falling into the trap. It's like, Friday like before the that. There you go. Three feet. There you go. <laughs> they literally did a free feet back to back, like fucking 2000 Lakers, mate. Like, I don't get why this just keeps on happening. It doesn't, and it, it's you know, it, February it doesn't, the 24th. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this way as well. It's not like you have to just listen to what your heart tells you. Like, for example, if I lived in Streatham, right, and, you know, I had friends who knew Dave, or maybe Dave went to my school. I'll be invested in him doing well. And that's a whole different thing. I hope Getz does fantastically. I hope he gets number one. That doesn't mean I need to like every fucking song. I just feel like, oh, I can even buy, I can buy a record and I don't like every song. I could, that's just support mm. of an artist, right? And I, I, I think people think they're doing the artist a service by saying everything's perfect, but you're not because that's also an indicator that you're not fucking listening. So you mean to tell me, right, that someone who's made an album for the best part of a couple years, a couple years, put every single, you know, live instrumentation for all these intrinsic lines that you probably haven't caught up yet. Just for you to listen to it once and be like, it's the best thing in the world, mate. Like, ooh, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, just mm. give it time. Shout out to the, like you mentioned the... Um, Our production is really good in this one. The yeah. production, excellent on this, excellent. Like the, what I loved, and I think people out there will relate to this about Big Conspiracy last year with the strings. And that's what I love about yes. Little Sims' music as well. Mm-hmm. It's like the use of strings in UK hip hop yeah. is incredible. Like the it strings is. and like the the brass instruments, um, yeah. like especially the production on that three P of songs. It, I think it was a uh, fine brimstone hop out and I see. Free. What's the song after that? I see free. Yeah, is um, 
I've never heard of him before. He's uh he's called um I think I say uh, skeptical. Something I billionaire. <laughs> I'd like the producer, his... fair enough. Yeah. Um oh, Fear, no, what, his name. What, what? Something billionaire. Um okay. but yeah, ama- amazing production. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah. and a very smart like sampling as well, because he the UK people are getting sampling money now, and I think the way Nines did it last year, it was good. It wasn't bad, but this is definitely better. Mm. Like, the, again, I think there's not many samples on here, but the We Don't Care um, sample, what if it, you know, the Dizzy Rask one, it's like, that is yeah. just such a good touch. Like, so, yeah. I think you don't really get UK rappers sampling UK rappers like that. It's just not a mm. thing. So, 10 Billion know. Dreams, that was his name. Oh, okay. Shout out, producer. Don't know, don't know much about him, so if people do, let us know. Yeah. No, no, shout out to him. Like, obviously, it's a, it's a well-crafted album. And mm. I can respect the time you put into it. I, I'm not going to act like I need to like every single song. I don't. There's some songs I really like, and I'll take those away, and I'll be like, yeah, this is really good. It might even be, like, a top five UK album this year. That's that's fair. I think that's a fair statement to make, but let these things simmer. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to call mm. it. You're like, no one's going to refer to your tweet and be like, yeah, mate. You know when John said that, I I just knew he was onto something. I just I just knew. I just I just knew he just has the vision, mate. It's like you don't have to do that. Why are you Why are you going into a really British accent when you do that? I don't that? know. Stop. I don't know. I don't know. But do you know what I mean like it doesn't have to be that. You can just be like, oh, you know what? First thoughts I enjoy. We'll see how it like I feel about it over the year mm. because there's some there's certain albums you feel like, oh my gosh, nothing is. Yeah. You know what it is. It's like the honeymoon phase. You think nothing's gonna top this, mate. This is as, this is as good as it's gonna get. Like the feelings are just there. Just you just you never felt more alive. The music the music has never spoken to you more than it has at this moment. And then you rest for three, four weeks, and you're like, okay, okay, maybe this song I'll skip for, yeah, here and there. And that's you've got okay. to, you've got to listen to it in different situations. Yeah, like like yeah, in the yeah. house, in the car, on a walk, in the garden, falling asleep, <laughs> like. It's it's gonna it's gonna affect you in different ways, and I think you're gonna mm-hmm. catch things. Now, this is the thing: one listen, two listens. You're not gonna catch all of the lines. You're not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to formulate a proper opinion. So, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the the highlight message from John and Tope today: is yeah, let it rest, Take let it settle, time. like yeah. a good steak. Just let it rest for a few minutes <laughs> and then yeah. tuck in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. Some people are ready just to go. It's like no, if you want that perfect. You know, searing. You gotta let it, you know sit for a bit. That's, yeah. how, that's how it works. It will oh, still keep cooking. It's out of the pan, but it'll still keep cooking. Don't exactly. Don't see, tuck in quite yet. Ramsey, call me. You got my number. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So speaking of UK music, we also got our boy. Mm. You know, very well respected here at the Vinyl Collective, Jay Huss. He says he is dropping an album this summer. Go on. It is older than us both. It's twenty six. <laughs> yeah. If he actually goes on, don't wrong, Jay Huss has said a lot of shit. I think if everyone remembers, like, leading up to his album, he was talking a lot of shit, which I don't, you know, it seems, you know, I'd say, what's the, what's the nice way of saying this? Seems enhanced Concerning. by other forces. Oh. I'd say that. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same case here. Like, don't wrong, just because Jay Huss has said it, doesn't mean the label are going to be like, yeah, it's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is like mm. a serious fat double disc. Because um, I mean, that's probably going to be a lot of like interludes and skits, mm. and yeah. yeah. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, if he if he does drop an album this summer, I have very little faith in it being good, and I only say that to say I have. I think you can. Always, I think I'm good at predicting these things. Like, 
when it comes to good albums just take time like it's very rare that someone could just write an album and it's just sick like it it is very 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 rare like even the best of the best don't do that often like oh yeah i could just write like 20 odd verses and they're all just fucking fire and then i got the right feature for the right songs and all the production just all makes sense like it's not something that happens overnight you know especially mixing and mastering that takes time as well Obviously, for people who probably don't even give a fuck about Jay Huss on, for, on this podcast, obviously, Jay Huss has dropped his album literally just over a year ago. Like, he's yeah. not a trap artist, do you know what I mean? Like, he's not that type of guy. He seems like a guy who thinks things out. So, to have... Like, well thought out, yeah. Yeah. So, to kind of come, like, what, under a year and a half later and drop an album, big concerns. Big concerns. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That makes me feel like yeah. something's going on. Wait, he's not under his label anymore, is he not? I don't think he is. I think I he might know. be independent I now. Don't know. So maybe that might be the case here as why he feels like he needs to do this. It's more, yeah, there's less kind of, um, mm. there are more yes men, less, yeah, more enablers probably. <laughs> less no men. It's like a, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> no. It doesn't really work. But you know what I mean? Like there's not. Step, stepdad record label. There are no, <laughs> you know, there are no, hoop, the there are no hoops to jump through before you can release it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, um yeah, alarm bells ringing for that. I don't know. What do you think? It, uh, I haven't really formulated an opinion too much about it. I think mm. 26 tracks is is a lot. Mm. And yeah, I think that's the, the only thing. 26 tracks in a year and a half. Like You've got to think most of this has probably already been written mm. and produced during lockdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> concerning, but I'll, we'll wait and... We'll, we'll hold out hold yeah. our opinions until it drops yeah. I'm looking forward to new music from him but I just didn't expect it to come so quickly yeah no same I mean if it ends up being good don't worry, I'll be the first to be like this is fucking yeah. sick mate oh I love this but if it's shit I'll be like oh I told you guys you know <laughs> I'm one of those guys so yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> in, in other news um, we have um, long awaited Bobby Smurder free from prison he's out Finally out. out. The twi- yeah. you know, it's not, it's not not fake stories anymore. He's he's, he's really out. He's actually and out. last time, last time he was out. Gosh, we weren't even twenty, John. Like he he, he was locked up since like twenty fifteen. We were in uh in first year. Yeah, exactly. So damn, damn. Yeah, so um, he's out. He's out. His um Quavo went and picked him up. Very, very, very nice of him. <laughs> you know, you know seen a lot of hilarious comments about the photo of, of him and another guy, and then like three, I quote, Newcastle girls. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry to anyone from Newcastle. Um, it's funny, we love you guys. It does look like it does, doesn't it? <laughs> but the thing is, it's just funny, it's that. just a very random photo. Oh, it is like when someone leaves prison, right? It's like, okay, cool, the first thing they want to do. You know, see their mum, maybe their dad, their siblings, co- you know, cousins, aunties, nephews, nieces, all this stuff. You know, no, nah, fuck it, let's get Quavo, mate. Like, what? Like, what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Quavo, Quavo's who I need. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? I've been in God for like half a decade. I need Quavo. Like, that just sounds really strange to me. Like, but maybe they have, maybe they just kind of formulate some sort of relationship. Uh, whilst he was maybe this this Migos Migos and Shmurda music coming. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I was gonna answer you about that. Like, do you think, do you think his comeback will be successful, or do you think it's just people kind of riding high on the nostalgia? I don't think it's just riding high on nostalgia. I feel like 
I don't know, I think there have been like bits and pieces here and there from that just make it sound like he's changed a fair amount or that like he's matured in a sense. So Okay. I don't know. I think I I'm not um what's the word? I'm not hugely skeptical. I think if he does release music, I don't think it'll be bad. Okay. Fair. I'm like optimistic for him. I I didn't really listen to a huge amount of his music anyway, but like yeah. I think I'm optimistic. Yeah. Six years is a long time. How old's he now? God, I can't. He must be slightly older than us now. I can't remember. Yeah. But so yeah. Was he like nineteen, twenty when he went in? Probably. Yeah. Um, he was. And he's now what? 25, 26? That is a huge development. Yeah, 26. done that inside prison. He must have changed a huge amount. Um, But then sometimes people's mental age doesn't really grow because they're in prison, right? And I get get what you're saying, right? Because the thing is, like, if he kind of comes out and tries to drop, like, Bobby Bitch or Hot Nigga or stuff like that, I don't know if it's going to work because... People can act like they want that music. It's not the times right now. Do you know what I mean? It's just not like you're not even young. Like that's kind of like the young MA type of troop. Do you know what I mean? And even young MA is not mm. like the most popular rap up right now. So um, that's the thing. I think he went in with a lot of potential. That doesn't mean that people are just gonna pick up right where he left off and be like, "Yep, yeah, we love you all the same." Like I don't know if it's gonna work yeah, yeah. out that way, but oh, I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully he's able to kind of sustain a career. Like there's, I mean, there's a big fo- there's a big following of him now, and like it's. Yeah. it's been like the top story for the last few days and I think because yeah. early on in his like incarceration there were like mm. numbers of incidents and stuff weren't there like brawls or like yeah. contraband things like that and that was then you had like three years of like nothing like yeah. he was just he was just in prison yeah I don't know it, it kind of suggests that something might have changed um, it's true but then he, there was a video of him there was a video of him like freestyling I think and it he still seems to be on that ignorant shit. Obviously, as Brooklyn people mm. do, you know, spread love is the Brooklyn way. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we have to see. We will have to see. But it'll be interesting we'll see. to see what his first move will be. Because obviously, when he went in, he would. I think I'll, I'll be interested to see if he's still on the record label because the record label completely fucked him over um, when he went inside, like pretty badly. Mm. So um, we have to see how that goes, man. But I obviously hope for the best. But I. I'm more skeptic than you are. I think people will listen to like, the first single and then they realise, you know, I'm not 19 anymore. <laughs> you know, I can't listen to this music anymore. I think that's how it's going to go, unfortunately. But we'll have to see how it goes. So, we're here for it. We're here for it. But yeah. Any other news? Um, let's, let's get into today's main topic. Okay, any cool. any other news before we do? Uh, no, I think that's it. Go, let's go. Yeah. So yeah, today, today, yeah, I'd like to to talk about some like kind of the best the best like rap groups. I know I know obviously most of the music we've done on here is about like solo yeah. artists. We haven't I don't yeah. think we've even had a review or anything yet, have we? About about rap groups. Um, nope, not a single one. But when we make references, if you kind of look to look at our like spotlight, what was it our like Shazam playlist? Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of like. You know, things <laughs> dropped here and there, a bit of outcast, bit of bit of this and that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we look back, if we go all the way back to to the nineties, what are mm-hmm. what are some kind of like rap groups that hip hop groups that kind of like stand out for you? Um, okay, cool. Starting from are we, yeah, starting from the nineties and what going progressing to, yeah. to now, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, anyone who knows me, right? Like, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Tribe Called Quest. Like. 
And that's not just me being like trying to be like a hip hop head or a boomer. I legitimately just think no, their music's yeah. fucking fantastic. Like for me, not even just nineties. I think they're probably all time best hip hop group for me. Um, and I, I don't know. I found it very hard to find another group that kind of has done as well, like song for song, as they have. To be honest, so that's number one for me. Like they've. So, it literally, if you think about it, so many of their songs have been sampled by the hip-hop community. Like, every mm-hmm. single artist that yeah. is relevant has probably sampled a Tribe song. Even if they don't know it. Do you know what I mean? Even if they don't know it. like yeah. Or even, like, um, or even kind of interpolate some of their lines. So, you know, you've got songs from, like, Midnight Marauders, Marauders like, you know, Sucker Nigger. And then you've got Jay-Z saying it in um, a song of Magna Carta, for example. Um, stuff yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're everywhere. Like, I think even Questlove said, like, a huge part of his influence um, in terms of Roots was tribe music, tribe production. So, mm. it's, it's, they're just those guys. Um, number two would be Outcast. Um, I don't have these in orders, but I think those two is like, number yeah, one and two. Yeah. And everything else is, like, it's what it is. But um, Outcast is number two. Come on, like, come on. You, there's, I think... There's times where people get it wrong and they got it wrong with Outcast when they first came. Like, that's the thing. I think everyone now is like, oh my gosh, how like how could you not love Outcast? But people got it wrong initially. And I think that was like probably one of the biggest like mistakes I think ever by fans. <laughs> like ever. Like if it wasn't for Outcast and and and, and oh, I don't know, I think we do have to speak about metrics we use here, but I'm just going for like the songs, just songs for song, right? But Outcast just have some of the most interesting music like mm-hmm. it's just so like it's not different for the sake of being different it's different and it works so like 80 aliens yeah. and I, but even songs that everyone loves them for you know like um roses like, miss jackson hey, yeah hey yeah. y'all do you know what i mean like yeah. they've just got the range and one thing i will say about outcast just before we go there's a lot of people in the 90s we before talk about. you let me make the argument for them yeah before you make me the argument <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna spill like <clears throat> people are like it's just like it was andre 3000 and his mate like don't get mm. it twisted big boy can spit don't ever discredit my man like big boy is a very confident rapper in this game like he's definitely one of the goats but people just act like it's oh it was just free stacks and you know big boy was just there like no 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 especially in that earlier works that like he was definitely as relevant as andre yeah no i i like 100 percent agree with what you're saying about like um outcasts in the sense of like yeah, people people don't appreciate Big Boy. Like they don't appreciate the dynamic between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's because, and this is this is a pitfall I fall into. Yeah. Like, you know, lyrics is like number one. Like, lyrics is king. Okay, no. So, like, obviously, as Outcast is like the poet and Big Boy's the player, then they kind of see Big <laughs> Boy's like role in in the duo as like as somehow lesser. Yeah, but they just but they just work so well together, and they're like the way they play off each other in, in so many Incredible. songs is just like top top tier. So I think that's that's kind of what you're saying, right? Like people don't put enough respect. Shout out Birdman, respect <laughs> on the name. People, people yeah. don't people don't respect Big Boy enough. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I've got them. I've got them the other way around. Okay. Um, probably just because I've listened to Outcast a lot more than Tribe. Um, okay, yeah. And I think similar points as well. I have Outcast as kind of the best group of the '90s because of uh, a kind of like the influence. Like yeah. we talked, to, we talked about humor and hip hop the other week. Like, yeah, they're they're kind of like southern, um, southern like 
hip hop was yeah. so influential over like the whole next decade. Like so many artists look back and say, like Outkast, they were the ones that were like the innovators. They yeah. kind of like allowed us to experiment with flows, with styles, etc. Mm. Um, so yeah, and I think another thing as well um, is like their ability to evolve. And I know that's mm. what, evolve and adapt. That's one of your one of your favorite words, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's true. But like, no, they, they, they did. album to album, they kind of switched it up in terms of like style, um, like kind of instruments that were like at the foreground. So I know kind of like what is it? The first one, Southern. I'm never going to be able to pronounce it. Southern, but southern playlistic, catalytic yeah, music. Yeah, catalytic music. Yeah, like they have a lot of like funk elements and like mm. southern guitar and kind of like soul melodies and stuff and then mm. you kind of move on and it's like more kind of um was it with like speaker box which is probably yeah. their most that went did that go diamond, diamond. it went diamond yeah yeah, yeah. so that it's went diamond crazy, and yeah. that was like yeah. um kind of like elements of like gospel and like rock like they yeah they r&b yeah crazy and Andre 3000, I cannot get enough of his voice. Yeah. I mean, they, they are an insane group. I can't lie. Like, for me, it's like a 1A, 1B type of scenario. Like, mm. if someone said Outcast are the best rap group of all time, I can't I can't deny that. I yeah. can't, like, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to fight my case. I'm like, oh, you know what? I can accept that. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a really close. Like, mm. I'm, I'm not going to act like Travis, like, well out in the race. But obviously, with those two, I think it's, like, very clear. Like, these were, like, some of the most defining people mm-hmm. of their times. Like, and yeah, chemistry as well. I get what, I get what you mean. They're kind of like reinventing themselves. Because one thing, Tribe tribe were always consistent to the memo. Like, they're, they're going to give you some... Yeah. They're going to throw your life... You know, little one-lines about life advice here. They're going to be funky. They're going to be chill. Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas, um, yeah, Outcast was like, we're not going to do the same thing twice. And it was very intentional. Like, they went from their Southern gangster shit to aliens to, you know, um, astrology. like the code, do you know what I mean? Like all sorts, yeah. like they just, they just were very intentional of, we're not going to just stay in this box. It's going to keep, like mm-hmm. keep, and the thing is every time they did it, it was successful. So, um, yeah. no, shout out to, shout out to, shout out to the guys, man. I mean, obviously there's other, like bunch of groups in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always, before you move on, go on, before you move on, like another point, again, like you're saying, one, a, one B, the thing with tribe is that they're, we talked about influence, but like they, like, if you talk about like the origin of like, like the originators of like jazz rap and stuff like everything yes. neo everything like kind of left of r&b left of hip-hop is like influenced by tribe called quest like you, yes. you can't have like a a d'angelo or like a even mm. like kind of erica badu and mm-hmm. the like far side de la soul roots um, roots that's all come from the style of music and mm. kind of the path that that um tribe called quest kind of set out yeah 100%. so yeah you've got you've got to you've got to recognize all of these like all-time greats have come from mm. yeah and in, in particular obviously a lot of people talk like i know i, I don't know we we wouldn't speak like this but people act like kendrick Lamar was like the first jazz rap album to ever kind of be created when it's like listen to the low inferior mate come on but do your do your research like that's like the first time i think people really saw like yeah mm. literal jazz rap like i'm not even that like I don't know. It's just even even then you talk about chemistry. Like Fife and Q-Tip had shit tons of chemistry, mate. Like that that is a that is a supreme duo, mate. Like I feel like they're yeah. 
that is a it's an example of them being like greater than some of their parts. Like I feel like when they're together, they're just a lot better than when they're apart. Like even like it's just, it's just something about how they play off with each other. It's just mm. yeah, you can't read. They're little like that. call and response between them on songs. Like yeah, like yeah, it's just yeah, very yeah. That's that's just something that's just come from like. You can tell they were like legit friends outside of this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just you can't recreate that. Um, no. Yeah, no. Obviously, yeah. Tribe is just it's they're so they're just solely resp- not solely, but they're largely responsible for a huge portion of the soundscape of what we have mm. now and what we had in the nineties yeah. and the fa- like maybe not two thousands as much, but just kind of when people were kind of like wanted to sample stuff. It's, it's, mm. it's them, like it's them guys, like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I saw this hilarious video the other day it it may be a little bit upset to you but it was um q-tip uh was showing off his like um you know the the news reporter interviewer who interviewed r kelly on the one where he was like crying she she was um interviewing q-tip and she he went and like showed around his vinyl collection yes i've seen the vinyl collection is immense it's he he was so stressed out she kept like walking around just like pulling out random vinyls and being like oh what's this what's this you saw him like reaching yeah don't touch them don't touch them um oh that's funny but yeah his his collection must be mad i mean yeah great producer as well great dj like that's the thing about like them like they just kind of did it all like they did everything like i don't know it's just it's just it's just one of those ones where it's like the, the level of... Because um, it's not like they had a lot of outside producers as well. So it's like, not only are you delivering, like, really great... Because right? some people, they kind of compensate one for the other. It's like, with Q-Tip... Mm. A lot of people do like Fife more than Q-Tip, which is... For me, I've always liked Q-Tip more than Fife. Yeah, I'm a mm. big fan of Q-Tip. But, um, yeah, to kind of do both at such a revolutionary level, you're always mm. going to get my props for that. Because who else was doing this? Obviously... Um, Alicia Muhammad was obviously a large part of them because he was the DJ. But like, yeah, mm. it's just it's just it's just their 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 forward thinking in terms of like they it's like because weird because Q-Tip said the large part of what um in, influenced them, which we'll get into later because we got you know quite a lot of decades to go through, boys. Um, it was NWA. So it's like how do you go from NWA, you know, to mm. low end theory? Like, how, like what what part of your mind is kind of leading connecting those two dots? It's really strange. Do you know what I mean? So there's that. Mm. Um, the other ones to note, you know, you know, I don't want to make it nineties episodes, but a couple ones to note. Obviously, um, Wu Tang, Wu Tang's fucking sick. But I think absolutely, yeah. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peel back to that one later. Um, okay. Do you consider them more two thousands then? No, it's not that. But oh, okay. There's something about rap groups that's what I kind of mention um, okay. later on. So um, you had yeah, Enter oh, the Wu Tang and um. Yeah, we sang forever. Yeah, good records. Double but, disc, mm. inject it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black Star and all that. But yeah, no, I think for the nineties, yeah, we we got to fair enough. I think it's kind of an open and shut case. But we'll look back to some of these other guys as well. Yeah, and um, the roots. Let's not. Oh yeah, all the roots. Yeah, the roots. Two thousands. Yes. Could, let's talk about them now. Yeah, let's talk about uh, now. It's a bit transition. Yeah, but roots is like number three. I'd say roots is pretty fucking sick, mate. Yeah, like, I think just the idea of like having a hip hop group, like you'd think of like a rap group, but they're like a band. That's fair. I don't well. really like, call them a rap group. So yeah, I know they're just so complete. Like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, the first Roots record I listened to, which um turned twenty two this week, things fall apart. 
And I yeah. first heard that, I was like, wow, this came out in 99. Like, what the fuck? Like, do you, know, you hear that? Like, whoa, like, that is immense. Like, yeah, no, Roots are amazing. Like, I think with with the Roots, they're really good. You can tell they're good students. That's what it is mm. with the Roots. You can tell, like, they're really good students of the game. They weren't... I don't think they became revolutionary until, like, they kind of, like, matured, like, 10 years later. But in terms of, like, the music they make, you can tell, like, they studied. They studied, like, the yeah. essence of what like, it was to be. intelligent. Involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can tell, like, Questlove and, like, Blackboard were just studious people in terms of music. So, mm. no, they always get my love. Yeah, shout out to Things Fall Apart. If you haven't listened to that record, I think it's a double disc mm. as well. Really good album. Yeah. Turn 22. One of my best albums. One of my favourites. Sorry, not my best. One of my favourite album covers of all time. Love that picture. I don't know yeah. why. It just speaks to me. But, um, yeah, no, let's do, mm. let's do the 2000s. I mean, we'll look back to yeah. some of these guys. But, um, yeah, who, who kind of stands out to you in the 2000s? It's tough. It's tough. Because the 2000s ain't no... Ain't no nineties for the rap. <laughs> Boomer John's coming out yet again. It's yet true. Again. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Tell... I think I when mean... it comes to oh. okay, so in 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 two thousands you had people like um, Black Eyed Peas who did really well. You know, people yeah. loved them. Uh, you had NERD, Pharrell, mm-hmm. Pharrell, and, and the guys. You know, people yeah. enjoyed people enjoyed them too. You had um, Cash Money. Cash, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, me. juvenile. If you love that, you back that ass up. Yeah, people love that song, mate. Come on. So, um, G Unit, come on, that was fucking huge, mm-hmm. man. Like, mm-hmm. every, I mean, people used to literally buy the G Unit clothes. I can't remember what it's called now, but yeah, like, people love that shit. Like, they that did. Was huge, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was a huge movement in, in the great thousands. So, um, I think the best one, oh, that's me. I think the best one, I think. And, and this is what I was going to say about some of these groups, right? So when it comes to some of these groups, I feel like a lot of them get better once they split. So it's like something like... Interesting. I, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when it comes to Wu-Tang, I yeah. feel like I like the members of Wu-Tang more than Wu-Tang albums. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's yeah. the same with some That's of them. Um, I think it's the same with some of these people in the 2000s where it's like, if you look at the some of their parts, like G-Unit, like you got, you know, the game in 50 Cent. Of course, this is like... Some legendary shit. You put when yeah, you put it together. Work. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I love it as much as Get Rich or Try Trying and Documentary. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I think that's a problem with a lot of these ones in the two thousands. Like it has some big names. Um, I'm actually gonna go a bit UK here, and I think this is literally just for cultural impact. For me, if, I, if I'm, this is just obviously me looking back. I think you got to put Boy Better Know up there for sure yeah. because hugely, hugely just, influential. Like, influential. Like and just a, like what's come from it as well. Yeah, like like you just see the strands yeah. go off. It's just like if 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 you look at the way it is now and all the people who have in, been influenced from that era, you would have thought like, mm-hmm. how did you envision this? Like it's yeah, like you know the movement dubs and stuff like that. Like it's just insane. So I think Boy Right Now is definitely gonna be one of the most influential groups. Maybe ever in the UK, definitely ever in the UK, that's got to be up there with like Soul Solid Crew, which is also from the 2000s. But just kind of what's strung off off of that, like, yeah, it's very hard to think of, like, even if you think of a G Unit, G Unit were huge. Because even G Unit mm. or Boy Better Know, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And I, that might sound crazy, but I, I legit think that's the case. I don't know, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Like, not not shitting with G Unit at all. Like, they were, they were great. And it was like Tony Yeo and. Um, mm. Ah, 
going to shoot myself in the foot. What's the other guy's name? Well, you got this up. I'm not taking out the water. No, there, what's the fourth? What's the fourth member? <laughs> uh, Fifty Cent game. Tony Yeo. Lloyd Banks. Sorry. Oh yes, of course. Arg- arguably bigger he, than Tony Yeo. He anyway. went on to join Cash um, Money. So mm. yeah. And yeah, like they were all like at the height, you know, like the mm. early two thousands. Um, yeah, like huge group. Some great songs. I think I put one on the the Now and Then playlist the other day. Mm. Um, but for me. Oof. I mean, Jamie, Skepta, Wiley. It's Gemma. definitely top three. Like it's that is. Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely top three. I enjoy. I enjoy. Um, I enjoy listening to like Little Brother as a group. I enjoy yeah. listening to like Hieroglyphics as well. Really okay. like their kind of style so, of music. Give give the listeners more insight because Hieroglyphics is probably not someone people listen to too often. Um. I don't know really how to explain it. It's kind of like a... Uh, like People Under the Stairs as well. Mm. Like that kind of... Um, I I don't think I'm going to get this wrong, but like LA music, like LA mm. hip-hop in like mm. the 2000s at that point, there were lots of these types of groups that were like mm. not quite jazz rap influenced, but like they weren't like, you know, like gangster rap. Um and I just yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting production, a lot of interesting beats that Hieroglyphics and and Little Brother came up with. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a it's a three at the top. Hieroglyphics, um, Little Brother, and and Boy Band. Actually, quick question, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're group, but would you put Gorillas in there? Ooh, I was listening to I was listening to a lot of their albums the other week. Gorillas I, is pretty. pretty I'm sick. not gonna. <laughs> yeah I know they, they had a lot of hip hop artists on their tracks like they had Snoop on there they had yeah. um, MF Doom your boy. MF Doom yeah yeah on Plastic Beach yeah uh, Demon Days is that's definitely hip hop Demon Days and Plastic Beach that's hip hop it's the if experimental we, if we're going to call them a hip hop group I, I would put them right up there yeah because even now like if you're looking because Gorillaz dropped an album I think it was last year like they you know, yeah. kind of came back but I, I don't know like yeah, I think you've got to give it to them. Like, they're definitely... Think about it. Everyone knows um, Feel Good Inc. Mm. That is, like, yeah. a staple. Like, that's probably in the yeah. library somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And you Maybe think I was of, just thinking mm. of them as, like, electro-pop or, like, alternative. No, like, that's hip-hop, man. Like, rock. it's definitely crossover, but that's... Yeah. It definitely cross... I get what you mean. It's definitely a crossover, but that's mm. definitely hip-hop as well, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay, well, in that case, yeah, they've got to go right up there. Um mm. Yeah, yeah Plastic <laughs> Beach and Demon Days. Those two albums are crazy. Sick. Like, if, if you think Feel Good Inc. is a good song, you need to listen to the whole fucking album. <laughs> like, those albums are crazy. Like, yeah, really, yeah. really good albums. I only caught... The thing is with Gorillaz, I didn't know they were British. And again, this is like British pride right mm. there. If you're a fan of British yeah. music, this is like history right here, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't know they like, were British. D- Della Soul, Mose Def, Bobby yeah. Womack. Like so yeah. many people, and this is like what yeah. mid two thousands. Like who else was yeah. doing this? Two thousand ten, I think it was Plastic Beach, but Demon Days yeah. was like two thousand five, maybe. Yeah. So, so I think yeah. Demon, yeah, Demon Days. Let me just double check that. But yeah, Demon Days was quite early in the day, if I remember. Mm. So yeah, it's just crazy, like how, especially in the UK, like yeah, Demon Days was twenty two thousand five. Like if you think in the UK, right, it wasn't like people were 
looking at the UK as like a source of influence it was, it was anything it was people were getting big here and going off you know fucking off to America trying to be yeah, big there like, whereas Gorillaz was always Gorillaz right and yeah and all these massive artists was like yeah fuck it like I'm gonna jump on like I don't know how uh, yeah I don't know how that yeah. even occurred so yeah that's why I gotta give it to them like some of their albums have like lived to te- stood the test of times like you know multiple classics if I'm being honest under yeah. under under the belt. Obviously, I know it's like um, it's mainly Damon, isn't it? But it's still like, you know, shout out to him, man. Virtual yeah. groups count too. 100%. You know, we're they, oh, they the yeah. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's um, all right, cool. So let's all right. Let's move on to the tens. And I think what's interesting is as we're moving on, I think one thing people might realize is the pool of rap groups gets smaller and smaller as we go mm. along the decade. Before we move on, we we mentioned like Black Eyed Peas and um, oh yes and nerd n-e-r-d like what i'm gonna start i'm not gonna ask you i keep doing this i have a problem with them like just the music the music quality just like dropped off obviously towards the end like i think the last two n-e-r-d albums i did not really enjoy it was like um okay go on continue uh, why is that that? what were they called um you had the one um no one ever really dies that's the most recent one where that's the most recent one yeah um Oh, seeing sounds okay that was their third to last and then they had nothing and then they had no one ever really dies but yeah. like it was just that end end of the noughties like the 2008 2010 was when they released those ones i just mm. didn't they just weren't substantial for me like but the content didn't feel like it just felt a bit haphazard a lot of didn't really make sense what they were saying like a lot of the songs <laughs> didn't really have messages for me i don't know no i, I I kind of get you, but when it comes to <clears throat> NERD, do people remember them for their discographies or for their hits? You know? Like, when you think of So So The Crew, you think of their hits, you don't think of anything else. I think it's the same yeah. thing here. But then if you want to give, like, Pharrell his props, then I would say, cool, let's just look at Neptunes and say, like, what a duo, like, what a production mm. duo, like, yeah. up there with, like, the goats. Yeah, 100%. And I'm happy to, 100%. But yeah, I think, but, like, I think yeah... I don't know. I think any I think with any RD, I think Pharrell, especially at that time, in it, what could Pharrell not do? Start a band, of course you can do that. Oh, you know, dual produce, yeah, you can do that. Like he just you just do everything, can't he? Like he's he's just what yeah. I think especially at that time, he was mm. like he was like the he was like the fucking magneto yeah. of of hip hop. Yeah, he just attracts yeah. everyone in it. So it's like what jump yeah. on a song with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, cool. yeah. Do you know what I mean like, like he, he just did yeah. everything? So I can't hate mm. him too. But yeah, obviously we're talking in terms of like actual music quality. Yeah, I'm not gonna put any RD up there. I mean, Lemon was an alright song when it came back, but can't say I can't say the album, the album was as a whole. No. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it was alright. It's alright. But it's me right. personally, I've never been a huge fan of any RD, and I'm not just saying that as a 25 year old man like even when I was young like a child when NRD was like on the TV and I can't say I loved them I thought it was cool I liked Pharrell mm. that's the thing I liked Pharrell I can't say I loved yeah. the rest of them um, same Black Eyed Peas one hit wonder to me personally I know a lot of people say yeah they made good albums before where's the love but I don't give a fuck about any of that shit I don't care for Black Eyed Peas like you know mm. what I mean like they had that one that song was it don't funk with my heart Oh, yes, I remember that. And the hell was that like, from Elephant? My humps. My humps. My lumps. <laughs> my lumps. Yeah. You know what's so funny about that song? Yeah. When I was in um, mm. primary school, we used to have like a dance class after school. 
And they used to ha- like do choreography to this song. And obviously looking back, it's like fucking 10 year olds, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? Like 10, 11 year olds. But that was like the thing back then. No one really cared. No one mm. really questioned it. But yeah, it's like, yeah. that song was so huge. And it's like to go from Where's the Love. You know what? Yeah, Black Eyed Peas were full of shit, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? that's the problem. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like when you, you know, you go on the TV, right? You know, it's after you're probably missing a day of school or something like that. And you see all those adverts for like, if you just donate three pounds a day, you'll change a boy's life. And that's how they did with the fucking um, Where's the Love Day. They kind of bought everyone in like, oh my gosh, they're so caring. And then they fucking dropped my love. It's like, is this the same band? I can't, no, no integrity, mate. Get out of here. Get yeah. out of here. What was it? Don't Funk With My Heart. That song, I think it must have been in like, in like a Happy Meal. They used to have great, great things in Happy Meals. I think they had this like, um, quality's gone down so that McDonald's if you're listening um, they've got they had this like little device thing that played that one song yes I remember talking about and I yeah, had that yeah, I yeah. remember like cycling down <laughs> down my little road up and down on my bike on my own just like playing this song feeling like the shit <laughs> just like listening to that song being like yeah damn I don't know oh. how old I was probably like 9 or 10 no I remember my God, thousands. one one company that definitely did not have a sustainability initiative was McDonald's because the amount of plastic used to give away yeah, on a fucking daily basis was immense. Like, yeah, like, they, I, remember, I remember those things. I never got one. Of, I never actually had one of those. I used to have the ones, when it comes to my, like Happy Meal toys, let's, you know, let's, let's go mm. back. Um, you know the ones where they had that like, the Hot Wheels and when you, every time you buy a Happy Meal, you get like a yeah, car yeah. And, and you get like a, a part of the track and if you buy mm. enough, you're able to build a whole track. I yeah. was so That's how they got those. you. Yeah, that's so how they got, got me, man. Like, a Happy Meal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just, it literally is, does what it says on the tin, doesn't it? You can't be mm. sad with a Happy Meal. Like, you just can't go wrong. Because if you don't like, the food's shit, you're going to get a toy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, can't go Everyone's wrong. a winner at the end of the day. But yeah, but yeah, fuck Black Eyed Peas, man. Like, even even then, where is the love? Like, I can't look at that. It, it, it just feels like something you two would write and perform at, like, a relief concert. It just mm. feels, yeah. So, don't get me wrong like i enjoy these like if i heard them come on like be like oh yeah like no, it's a great don't great lie. tune no some of the 100 percent. some of the songs it's like a throwback i okay. appreciate the the nostalgia there okay, um cool. but definitely like what was it um t- what was the name of that album it was like green it was like a green human on the front it was like a green if album you're asking was about it black the th-e oh. or something no, you know, if you're asking about Black Eyed Peas albums, you're looking for the wrong guy because I'm definitely not going to know. That it was basically when when they had all gone off and made like hugely successful solo careers and mm. were still making albums together, it just didn't make sense, and that's where it just went a bit left field. Oh yeah, the end. Um, yeah, the, the end. end. That was it. Yeah, yeah, man. And then what was it? The beginning, and then it yeah, it was it was the beginning of the end at that point. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, ever since Fergie made London Bridge but it was at Tower Bridge I already knew I couldn't take this group seriously I know that was her own solo song but I just knew it was just full of shit like that that, that group was never gonna last man whatever but yeah, yeah I mean let's, yeah, let's, let's go to the 10s upwards yeah. to the tens. Um, so um yeah I, I, like I mentioned earlier right like what, the trend that you're kind of noticing as we're going through this episode is that mm-hmm. hip hop groups just aren't formulating as much like 90s you have like a shit ton of like hip hop groups like a shit ton like are in yeah, the mainstream yeah. and obviously now you, you look within the last 10 years there isn't that many really to recall why do you think that is um i think maybe financial incentives probably just like 
the way the way music's changed right like mm. it's all it's all about the singles it's all about like the the streaming hits mm. and like historically i mean solo 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 artists generally speaking do better like commercially i think if you look at it like mm. so there's yeah it feels like there's probably more more of a chance um as like a solo artist um mm. I mean, there's a lot of politics, isn't there, in yeah. in having a, a group? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think those are probably the reasons that come to mind. Um, what What are you thinking? The reasons would be anything else? No, I kind of agree. Like, I think obviously the financial viability of becoming an artist is mm-hmm. harder and harder as the years go by, especially because streaming. We'll have an episode on that because fucking hell, bro. Like, when especially with streaming now and like in the in the mix, it's like everything gets cut in half. Like, even having yeah. a million streams doesn't really mean shit. So imagine cutting that Now you've got to cut it five ways. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, two ways, three ways, four ways, five ways. Like, do you know what I mean? It's mm. just not, it's just not commercially viable to do yeah. that. Like, unless you have like a really hardcore fan base who are always going to buy like the LPs or the CDs and stuff like that. It's like, it doesn't really make sense to do so. So I feel like the ones that, even the ones we have now, they all have, like, I feel like now it's expected to have solo efforts. Whereas before, I don't think that was expectation. I don't think anyone looked at, like, Try, for example, and thought, yeah, can't wait for Q-Tips albums. Like, that wasn't even a thought. And I don't think you had one until, like, 10 years after they formed. And I think they broke up after, do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, it was after yeah. they broke up and before they came back together. Like, shit like that. Even, even Andre, like, obviously he's, he's never done it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. some people just feel like, you know, I think back then it was more of an integrity thing. Like we came as a group. That's that's how it's gonna be. And some people like, oh, I mean, some people like Wu Tang. They always had a plan to always break up, and they always knew Method Man yeah. would be the first one to break out. Like apparently, mm. they really kind of strategically did that. But yeah, now it's like, why would I do that? Especially if, mm. especially if I feel like I'm better, a eh? or there's no real chem- or anything like. So now, if you want to work with someone, you can just do like a joint record and call it a day. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, how, like, what's the chance that you're going to be like a successful group? It's mm. just not, it's just low. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, we'll do like a, know. yeah, I think you're right. Like, collaboration albums seem to be more viable, like Black Star, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Star, um, yeah. Re- re- yeah. Things like that. Um, or um, What Time to Be Alive, stuff like that. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned Wu Tang and like the going into it with a, a quote unquote like business plan of like, we know there's like an end date to this. So like, what are we looking to do? Like, how are we going to mm. kind of like break out or whatever? Because I think I had an, an interview with um, ASAP Ferg and he mm. was talking about obviously the mob and like how they don't have, they don't think of it as having like a select leader. They all mm. just recognized that ASAP Rocky at that point was the most kind of commercially viable and was the most like packaged and like signed, sealed, delivered, mm. like ready to go. So they, like, all kind of supported him and, like, he kind of said it as, like, knocking down the the door and then the rest of them would follow him out. Mm. Um, and I thought that was kind of an interesting way of looking at it. Like, they all were their own bosses, but they recognised in order to make yeah. it... They it's true, I mean... Support one guy. Humble as well, isn't it? It takes, yeah, a, lot, yeah. it takes a lot of humility really. to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, since you mentioned, let's get into it. So, obviously, yeah, ASAP Mob's one of the few kind of long-standing yeah. rap groups and obviously they're so, I feel like now did you have like collectives more so than rap groups obviously there was mm-hmm. collectives in the 90s don't get me wrong like obviously Death Row and stuff like that but I feel like it's yeah. more popular to be like oh 
you know, I'm yeah. Kendrick Lamar, I'm part of Black Hippie. Not, we're never going to have yeah. an album, but I'm just part of that collective, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, instead of like, oh, Black Hippie's actually an active group, yeah. they're actually going to rap, do you know what I mean? But yeah. Because they're like, they come back every couple of years for like a cozy tapes. Yeah. Like, a bit like oh, yeah, Spillage Village, right? Albums. Yeah, Spillage Village as well. So also that's um, like Jid and Earth Gang. Gang. Yeah. Jid and... Um, Is there one other person? Yeah, there's a female vocalist. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Fair enough. I know she's part of the group. Uh, is it Mariba? I feel like it might be Mariba. Might, you might be right. I feel like um, I might Jids, be right. Six Lack, Mariba, and um, Hollywood oh, JB. What, Six Lack's Brian. part of them? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm. I didn't know it was part of that. Yeah. Are they new members? I literally thought it was them and Earth Gang. I think, I think Black's been a part of them for, for a while. Man. Yeah, no, he was on their Bears like this too, oh, which was their man. second. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fair so, yeah, five years of that. Fair. Okay, cool. So, yeah, like, you don't get that often, right? And even then, they've all kind mm-hmm. of blown up in their own right. But, um, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, let, let's kind of get into it. So, I think when it comes to the 2010s, it's a there's a very interesting mix of rap mm-hmm. groups, actually. So, um, they have Odd Future, massive, yep. you know, got to put them Huge. out there. They, they had a couple tapes. Um, mm-hmm. Brockhampton in more recent times. Yeah. Um, they have like what five albums under their belt. <laughs> you know, it sounds crazy to say that it's only like yeah. four years. But yeah, five albums under their belt. Yeah, we have Migos, huge, ASAP Mob as we mentioned, Griselda mm-hmm. coming up. Um yeah. and D Block Europe. That's that's also a group, John. Shut up. It, it is also, up. it is a group. It is a group. <laughs> um, so what I guess. Run the jewels. Run the jewels. Do not Fuck forget that. Run the jewels. Yes. Run because the, yeah, fair I'm enough. just gonna say it right here. I think top of my list is probably probably Run the Jewels. Yeah, I mean, like I can't fault any of their work. Um, yeah, yeah, they've never missed. I, I mean, not a day in their lives have they missed. They didn't. Yeah, so fair enough. And even their solo efforts, because sometimes to me, I feel like if your solo efforts and your collective efforts are good, it just adds more to it. But the reason why I can't fully agree with you yet, John, Ooh, I know, on, before on. you had me, I do like Run to Jewels. That was a slam dunk. But, and again, it depends on the way you look at it. If mm. you look at Odd Future before they split and Odd Future mm. after they split, yeah. Odd Future, at the time, obviously no one could have predicted this, right? But you had, in one group, by the way, you had I'd, Sid, yeah, okay. Frank mm. Ocean, yeah, Tyler the Creator, yeah. L sweatshirt. Fucking hell. Like, that is mad. If like, we're if we're looking at them from like if we're including all of that in the scope of like best rap group, then yes I would agree. That is but if we're talking serious. about just music yeah. as a group, then that's a different story. Yeah, it's true. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't deny I can't deny that. Like yeah. in terms of what they've gone on to achieve is like in- unparalleled, especially in the last 15, 20 years. Like Yeah, like They've all become, I've said this before, like, ever, it's like <laughs> breaking up was the best thing they ever could have done because literally it feels like mm. right after they all started hitting their peaks one by one. First it was Frank, yeah. then it was Earl, then it was Tyler. Like, if they all jumped on a song now, 
it's probably going to be incredible. Like, I genuinely believe that. But at the time, I could not stand Oz Future. I couldn't stand him. I thought, because you know what it is? I kind of just associated Oz Future fans with people who wore, like, Obey snapbacks and shit like that. Uh, so, like, yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just thought it was like, you don't live in America, mate. Like, stop it. Like, you know, or like Supreme. Like, Supreme's still expensive mm. because of these fucking guys. Like, fucking just destroyed the stock market for Supreme Apparel. But, um, yeah. <laughs> So I think at the time I couldn't catch on, but I can't even say like, oh, they were as good as they were back then. They weren't. So sometimes mm. I think you have to look at, if it's, yeah, sometimes I, th- I guess your criteria, right, is you're looking at the group and what they did as a group, not the individual members. Mm. But then if we're doing that, John, Mentioned. then that means Outcast gets a slight, because, only because Andre 3000 has gone on to be amazing after Outcast in terms of guest features and stuff like that. Big Boy's been okay. It's been okay, but it, as a collective, after like Aquemini, it was like the Andre show. So that does dock some points if it actually was just Andre after like Aquemini, and you can't what's deny the, that. What's the what's the title <laughs> of the episode, Toppy? <laughs> Best rap groups. I might even put like you know little um. No, no, no. There's no there's no terms and conditions apply. <laughs> it's what it is. What it is. Best rap group. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Yeah, no, okay. No, I, I get you. I get you. But I think there's another well, group you mentioned, right? Like, yeah, no, they're very influential of Future. That's what I'm trying to say. Very, mm-hmm. like, even if not saying they were good, like their tapes were that good, but they weren't. I listened to a couple of them. I did. I listened to, like, OF2 and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. so you can give them that. But in terms of influence, they were hugely influential. Like, huge, 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 huge. So mm-hmm. I think you've got to give them that as well. I've got to be in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, we've got Griselda. Let's let's give them a shout out. Yeah, especially coming. I think this is more their decade. Well, obviously they they come out. They have been around for a long time in terms of like yeah. dropping like collective tapes. They really started like 2016, 2017. Yeah, and then like 2019 was when they started like releasing their solo tapes. Yeah, that and really hit hit peaks. And the Griselda tape and what was Sheen gonna do as well? Just kind of like literally mm-hmm. broke the net. So um, yeah, I think yeah, I think. I wouldn't put them over Migos though, because I feel that's one thing as well. Like you are talking around the jewels. I know the John John is just disgusted right now. Think about it though. When Migos first came out, and this is like going back to their mixtape. So I think they had a mixtape called like Young Rich Niggas or something like that. Back in those days, they had songs like um Chinatown and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were huge. Like think about it. Migos was I don't want to say before Young Thug. They might have been slightly before Young Thug. What were they, like 2010? Like 2010, 2011. It was on that turn of the decade, wasn't it? Yeah. So if you think of the sound from like the South as well, and then they went on to drop Culture. Culture's a good album, John. I'm I'm giving it to them. Yeah, I didn't say say it wasn't. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm building my case. All right, Culture's a good album. Culture 2 is not as good, but it's, you know, it's okay. It has some good hits. Culture, and, remember, culture was in 2017. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, Culture's a bit, yeah. So, um, seven years gone. Yeah, I think everything they've been able to achieve as a collective as well, as Migos, not even mm. to take away all the sort of efforts, that is a good case, mate, because think of, I don't think you get... Uh, I, I don't want to say this, because I don't know who came first before Young Fuck or Migos. I'm going to say it's Migos, though, because it feels like they've been around okay. longer. I don't think you get people like Young Fug. I don't think you get people like Lil Baby or Gunner or stuff like that if you didn't have me. Yeah, because they were the first mumble rappers, essentially. People mm. talk about mumble rappers. It was them guys. 
before they kind of like hit their prime and they've been hugely influential in terms of like especially like american hip-hop so i feel like you gotta give them gotta give it to them like in terms of like that conversation like run the jewels is good don't be wrong they're always mm, gonna be mm. very extremely consistent that's that's a personal mm. one though that's not in terms of like no no but i think influence. you can add it though because run the jewels yeah, is like yeah come on i mean killer mike and lp that is it's a killer combination mate but um mm-hmm. but again, no, yeah i, I definitely agree in terms of like culture change and like the mm. impact on on music yeah hundred yeah. percent amigos have been been huge um, yeah so I mean, yeah, I think the influence is huge, man. So I I can see the argument for now. I think yeah, I think those are the main ones. Run the jewels, but on run run the jewels influence is not huge. If anything, they're slightly underground. So you got run no, the yeah, jewels, I, Migos, yeah. and Odd Future, and I and I think I think ah, oh, it's out of those two, Odd Future, and Migos, mate. And I, it's it's weird saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, because if if we're talking about the the latter of the two kind of metrics then i mean odd future just blows them out of the water like yeah let's not talk about it um, <laughs> yeah 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 it's, uh. in, it's it's some good talent but i i do agree in looking at like the decade as a whole of the tens mm. it's yeah. more about collectives and more about how can we achieve success together and then yeah have like a blueprint for success afterwards um, yes yeah because even i mean even with Brockhampton, maybe less, less so with them. I know they're a big group of them, so obviously yeah. you've got the bigger characters, um, mm. Kevin Abstract and and the rest of them who have kind of like made solo efforts, but they do still seem like they've like hung on, and it's it's been what is it six years now, five years? What for Brockhampton? Since, About um, five years. Yeah. Well, since Iridesc- on saturation. Yeah. Oh, Iridescence yeah. came out twenty eighteen. That was three years ago. But Sorry, sat- the, the saturations came out twenty seventeen. Mm. Yeah. what was the one before that the yellow cover it was uh, All American Trash oh yeah that was five years ago five yeah 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 you're right you're right um, see so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go because yeah oh, I don't see that lasting mate you don't no I think it's also uh, um, I, I, I was a big fan of the saturation kind of era but um, mm. too many cooks like how uh, uh, that's a question we haven't really spoken about right <laughs> like how big of, how big is too big um, obviously maybe not for this episode <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i thought i'd leave that <laughs> uh, anyways yeah so um i think with Bro- brockhampton's got like no joke at least like 15 16 members and obviously i know i know not all of them like single rap but like mm. but even then they don't call themselves like a hip-hop group they call themselves the boy band yeah so, the world's greatest boy band yeah do you know what i mean so and yeah it's it's a joke but there's kind of some truth to that in it because a lot of mm. them don't rap so um obviously a lot of them do but even this even their albums as of recent i can't say they're hip like ginger is not rooted in hip-hop i don't think some of it is but it just seems like mm. they're more um they're more pop for like they're more just like crossover we're gonna try a bunch of things and do you know what i mean but, um, yeah but i think what they did was really special in terms of saturation that year that was I know some people might shit on it and it might not be your flavour, but to drop, for me, that level of quality back to back to back in one year... Three P. That is... That... I mean, mate, that is... That is goaded. That is... <laughs> that is goaded. Like, I don't know anyone else who has done that. Even we speak about Freddie Gibbs all the time doing all these collaborations. He hasn't done that. Mm. Obviously, he's not in group. But yeah, but like 
three in one year. Mm. One year. And that's they're like, good songs. That's alchemist level of level yeah. of output. Like that's crazy. That's cra- and the thing is, it's not even like they're pre-recorded songs. Some of the songs are talking about things that have happened in between albums and stuff like that. Mm. Like I mean, yeah. yeah, that is a very rare it's moment impressive. in history. It's very impressive. Like none yeah. of, to me, none of them are shit. Like if anything, I think they got better each time. Like so, it's like crazy stuff. So, and obviously, those three saturation albums are definitely like hip hop albums. So, I'll yeah. give them that. So, I think if you want to make a case for them, it's just in terms of like that special moment, because I don't think anyone has that. No one, no one has that sort yeah. of uniqueness that they had. Then fair, but. Um, yeah, Quick question, yeah, favorite favorite Brockhampton album? Ooh. Go quickly, snap. I think in my cast, in my car, saturation two. If I'm just chilling, yes. saturation three. Yeah. I would have said saturation two. Yeah, because saturation two has just got the hits, man. Like, it yeah, does. it's got. The I, I remember bangers. making like a what was it like a playlist of like twenty songs <laughs> and like you know like a third of them were all yeah it's like yeah yeah it's because yeah it's just oh it's just it's the most aggressive one yeah Mm. it's really good like don't get me wrong the other two are good but number two in terms of like traditional hip-hop it's oh man hits it junkie swamp oh gosh so many good songs i might even listen this after this show man (laughs) fucking hell like it's just Yeah. yeah like I don't know if you might not put that in that conversation, but I do think for what they did, that's definitely mm-hmm. something to um to um note. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do you? Do, you, s- you, s- you made an interesting point of like, um, wait, it was that another point in Brockton? No, 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 no. Go no, ahead. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, you made you made an interesting point about um, how many is too many for yeah. a group, and like, is it a collective now? Like, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Just looking looking through history and looking through the kind of like goats of the decade that we talked about, yeah. like three or four seems to be the ideal, Six right? Four. Like, yeah. yeah, is where it kind of, you can pull everyone's kind of like creativity and, and yeah. strengths and no one kind of gets left out. Because I think when you get to like rap groups where you can't name all of the members, it's probably <laughs> too many. Because by nature, some of them are gonna be fucking shit, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like football teams. You can't act like all of them are good. Like, or even that, right? Because the only time, even though we were, we're hyping up Odd Future, I right? not all of them are mm. fucking shit. I don't care for metal hype and shit like that. Like, you know, come mm. if you want. But um, the only time where all the members have been good and it's been a massive group is probably Wu Tang. Yeah. That's the only case, like, ever. And there was, what, ever. like, nine, ten, ten of them, yeah. nine of them? Yeah, that's the only time. Mm. Not There's yeah. not a single other group you can bring to me and be like, every single one of them sick. Nope, it's never happened outside mm. of Wu-Tang. So, I think, yeah, it's just, either that, or you get you get these stupid scenarios where, where like, every song's, like, five minutes long because everyone needs to get, like, a verse in. It's just yeah, yeah. exhausted as hell. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like shit like that. At all. So, yeah, I think keeping it shorter just makes sense because either that or you're just going to have some people who just don't get to go on songs and maybe it's mm. a beat they really like and it just, that's always, that's going to build some sort of like tension as well. So, like, mm. but like if you have like three, three for me, man, like three is like four is maybe too much. I don't need four verse because you know what it is? Because in a, in a song, you don't really have more than three verses. You know, hip hop's known yeah. for the, the third verse, right? Mm-hmm. Four verses isn't really commonly done so maybe had like three people and like a producer or a dj that's fair but in terms of three people yeah. who are actively saying stuff in the song it's got to be free it's just got to be free can't be yeah. more than three 
It, yeah. It, mm. Yeah, I agree. Like the collective, it feels yeah. Once you get get too many members, it's gonna start feeling like a a Dreamville documentary. Like, absolute <laughs> yeah, chaos. Chaos. <laughs> Do you not? Are you not fan of that? I enjoyed the documentary and I thought it was a really cool concept, but at the same time, my anxiety levels were just raising. Just like looking at people running mm. in and out of rooms and being like, oh, I'll have a bit of this song. I'll have a bit of this. <laughs> cool yeah. concept, visually interesting, yeah. but probably in reality, a bit of a mess. You know what? It's funny that you mentioned that. I'm going to pull you up. I'm going to pull you up, but I'll get there in a second. It's funny you mentioned yeah. it because... No, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. But um, yeah, it's funny. We actually did not mention Dreamville. And Dreamville are a legitimate group. Mm. To be fair, they've dropped three albums. Um, obviously had some members along the way. Um, but even with those guys, like... The third one's like a... It's like an Ed Sheeran collabs album, isn't it? Like, it's just everyone's kind of jumping in. <laughs> But yeah, just yeah. kind of go back to that. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll include them because I can't say I like any of the Revenge of the Dreamers. And, I, and, I, and just to pull you up, when the Revenge of the Dreamers three came out, I remember you were a big fan because I remember people were like, "Yeah, all the songs are good." I'm like, "Oh, I, okay, yeah." I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I said okay. it looks chaos. Like it, it looks I like think, a chaotic I think, thing I to think do. I think it was a bit chaos, mate. Like the fact that like. There's some good songs on there. There's right? some good songs, but it's not a Dreamville record if you're gonna fucking feature all these people who are just from like from like South America, like southern part of the USA. Let's not yeah, get yeah. let's get mixed up. <laughs> there are no people speaking Spanish in this album. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really make sense because even like we spoke about, we had they have like bloody Deontay Hitchcock on there. They have mm. Saint Beauty on there. They have Baby Rose on there. None of these people are far fucking Dreamville. They had yeah. the baby on there. Like, do you know what I mean? They had Ti there. Like. How much of Dreamville am I actually getting? There wasn't actually a lot. And mm. I think if you're going to set it as an album, then set it as an album. Like, there's so many fucking songs here as well. And then they dropped the deluxe. Like, Saab and Smino is here a few times as well. Like, it's just a collaboration. Like, I don't there's know. There's no even, like, a tiny little, like, Kendrick Lamar, like, uncredited feature as well. Exactly, yeah, at the start. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It just seems like... Yeah, it just seems like a, it seems like their version of like the Black Panther album. Mm. But again, I don't. When I listen to it, I enjoy it. I think there are some great songs. No, no, for sure, a lot for of sure, times, for sure. But I don't think of them as. I don't look at them the same way. I don't like be like, oh, Dreamville, the group are dropping. I'm like, oh, we're going to get like a best of edition. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to get a lot of like singularly good tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know, but I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been listing them in like top groups of the tens. No, no, to me, I think the tens is this is, it's yeah. kind of which way you wanna wanna put it because I feel like, even though maybe album for album they're not really consistent. I think there's a lot of groups that are just so influential that we, that we spoke about. Mm. See, like ASAP Mob, Odd Future, um, fucking hell. What was the last one? What was the last one? Uh, Rock Jesus. Hampton. No, it wasn't Rockhampton. Oh, top three of the tens. Yeah. No, that's fine. No, we Migos. spoke about that's the one. Fuck, I don't know. I just blanked. But yeah, Migos. But yeah, so um, yeah, I think that's really it. I have to say on on that one. Do you have anything else said? No, I think yeah, we've got there's there's some good good quality stuff. A lot of like quality groups that didn't make it or like we. Oh yeah, of to course, talk about of like of course. De La Soul, like all the jazz rap groups of the like the mid to late nineties. Like, I mean, De La Soul is still making music. Good band, yeah, yeah, uh, but right. yeah, um, they're all right. 
that's another episode um <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no for sure. a lot of a lot of great music and it's fun as well that you can like track the the newer groups like the influence of the the groups who were talking yeah. about to then like the next decade like the best group the next decade are like mm. kind of influenced by the, the one, one group i'm just gonna slide this in now because you know i just remember just kind of reminds me because of the influence um mm-hmm. pro era massively influenced by the 90s as well and obviously that consists of like joey badass um yeah. steez obviously capital c's yeah. sadly passed uh, away cj fly cj fly i, I really yeah. like that guy um uh, there's one more that i really like they, they kind of dropped a joint tape oh there's a few guys there yeah the few guys there that are actually competent rappers as well mm. and they dropped a record in 2012 peep the apocalypse which was really fucking mm. good. Really, really, really good. But obviously in terms of influence, they're not in this conversation, but just something you mentioned in terms of influence. Like, yeah, you can kind of see, like, the people who kind of are staying in hip-hop groups, they, you can see the influence from previous hip-hop groups. And I think that's kind of kind of nice to see. As, as you said, like, we didn't speak about Fugees much. You know, obviously they're, no. they're, they're, oh, they're pretty decent. I had them written down, didn't even mention them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I mean, one good yeah. album. They had one, they had one. That's mm. a 50% win rate. Um, <laughs> you know, Public <laughs> Enemy, we didn't speak about them too much. Obviously, Salt and Pepper. Mob Deep. Yeah, Mob Deep. Like, you know, it's a shout out to the Yeah, shout out to Salt and Pepper, come on. Yeah, yeah, like, shout, yeah shout out to the ladies. Come on. Uh, female rap. Yeah. Come on, come on yeah. yeah. I mean, even now, actually, yeah. And obviously, if we're looking forward, let's let's just do that for a quick second. Mm. We're looking forward. Who do you think will be like the rap groups to look at this decade? Obviously, speaking about female artists, there's City Girls and they are a rap group. John, they mm. are a rap group. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just baiting you. I'm just baiting you. Um, yeah. So you have, like, City Girls. You have, you know, D-Block are still active. Um, do you think mm. there'll be any rap groups right now do you think are going to, like, really hit their stride coming to the next decade? Or do you think it's going to be, like, people you haven't seen much of yet? I think, yeah. I think the latter. Um, I think what we, the trend that we've seen from, like, mm. the noughties into the tens, I think that's probably going to continue. Yeah. Um, mm. Like again, like the collectives, mm. more than anything, or the kind of the groups that work for a couple of years and then they just go off straight into solo careers. Like Griselda, I mean, they were only a few years in the limelight together before they, you know, kind of doing their own thing. So, because yeah, it feels like the lifespan of a group is just short. And maybe that'd be a whole different shorter. episode. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that'd be a whole different episode of why that is. But um, mm. yeah, and I get what you mean. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's good. I do fear that I feel like a hip-hop group is going to be like a boy, boy band. It's just going to be extinct. Mm. I feel like the hip-hop group will become extinct. It just doesn't make sense I hope anymore. not, because it's, it's a great thing. It's a but great thing, but then... There is enough know. music still to listen to if we want to take yeah, a trip down memory but then, Yeah, but I mean, they got to keep the lights on, it. So it's just... I mean, even... I think um, I think No Name Saab and Smino are meant to drop like a collaborative record, which just never came that would have been mm. that would have been pretty amazing but um yeah it just doesn't make sense like you split in three ways off like streams which pay like point zero 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 mm. one of like a penny like and then splitting three ways from like the three subsidiary labels you're underneath oh <laughs> like, yeah oh you know they're all pennies. like you're getting quote pennies. unquote independent yeah but yeah. you know they all have like publishing deals <laughs> and shit like that so it's like yeah it's just not even worth it like it's a shame but yeah it's like it's just it's not worth it, man. And it, you know, mm. we know a little bit, John. Like artists and their PRs, man. Like they, nothing gets through. It's like <laughs> everything needs to be signed off. Like you, you know, nothing goes through them. So 
Oh man, yeah, I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. It'd, it'd be nice for the culture, maybe people like young people coming up. We also have um, obviously shout out to Cause Socials for this, but um, you know the '98, which their team again, they seem more of a collective. I think mm. they had like a, they did drop a tape actually. Obviously, that's like Unknown T V Nine and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they're still that, yeah. but again, like how long is that gonna last? Like, are they gonna be like creating albums for the next five years? Probably not. Like they're probably just gonna get really famous as they are now and just go off and do their own thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just a shame. I agree. Are we before we finish this kind of segment? Are we thinking of Mad Villain as just a, a one-time duo? Or are we gonna call them a little a little group? I feel like a group could have more than one record. Yeah. Cool, because I didn't. Yeah. I don't want to miss that out. Yeah, no, you gotta have more than one record. I mean, even yeah. that. If you just speak about that, if you speak about like Freddie Gibbs and yeah. Madlib, but even then, mm. I wouldn't put them in that conversation. But yeah, I think you gotta have a few albums under your belt for me. Okay, you are actually a group. You are actually come. It's gotta be more albums. than just a collaboration album. Yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah. But then this is what's happening nowadays. Collaboration is like the name of the game. Like, oh yeah, we like each other. Oh, there's so much energy in the studio. We just drop a tape and then. It just and sometimes it's fair, but I like groups sometimes. Like oh, like especially like if there's chemistry between the two as well. Yeah. Like I'm a fan of that. But I'm not going to name any names, but a lot of these energy that turns into an album could just be. It's like Maybe people it's... like that could have just been an email. <laughs> yeah, an email. <laughs> yeah. It's like that album yeah. was the Zoom call, and it could have just been a single. Yeah, we did. We didn't need fifty minutes. But anyway, could have just been an EP. I mean, like Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne could have been an EP. What a time to be alive was actually a decent album. I can't hate on that too much. Um, you know, some, sometimes they work. Sometimes they do work, John. Come on, they do. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll give it some. Whatever. That kind of. Yeah, if you you know you've been listening, you're like John and Tots. They just do not get it. So and so is the best. The yeah, best what's, rap your, group what's, of the, what's your favorite? The nineties, the nineties. Yeah, let us know. Like you know, what's your favorite in the in the twenty tens to two thousands? Yeah, do we miss give us yeah. Like, yeah. If you're on on Twitter, give us a, a tweet at TVC Pod. Mm. Uh, if you're on Instagram, you can find us on the Vinyl Collective Pod. We're obviously on Spotify, Apple mm. Music, a uh, Google Podcast. We're on YouTube. So We're everywhere. We're on Facebook. Too. You know, if you want to yeah. leave a post on our wall, you can do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all of that stuff. Talk, talking about yeah. kind of you know we've moved from the from the nineties all the way to the present day. Now and then, that's what we're all about here. Oh uh, yes, collective. Of course, so, of so, do you want to kick us off with a, a throwback song and a new song? Oy, oy. I can start okay. us off if you want. Yeah, no, go ahead. I have a couple of my mind. I just want to see if I'm going to put them on. But cool, yeah, cool, go cool. ahead. All right, to jump the gun because I have a feeling we both want to put a get song in there. Um, I'm going to put oh, pop out. And my new song by Gibbs. Can't get enough. Can't get enough of the beat on that song. <laughs> that song just makes you want to just dance. Like it's yeah. just yeah, that yeah. West Coast feel to it. Like it's just yeah. He's like look at the motherfucking that. wheels. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like all the little elements to that song. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It works so well. Um, mm. Oof. Okay, throwback song. I think I'm gonna go for a Wu Tang Clan song. Um, Impossible. Okay. It's one of my favorite Wu Tang songs. Yeah. Okay, my now. Song, my, my now song is "Think About You" Notion mix by Tiana Major Nine. Shout out to Miss Major. You're loving the Tiana Major at the moment. Yeah. Every, look, if you're a good UK singer, I'm in your corner. Shout mm-hmm. out to you. Um, my then song. Uh, 
Ooh. There's been a lot of songs I've been listening to back from back back in the day. I'm gonna put Uh it's there's so many good there's so many good dead songs. I'm gonna put mention so many good good kind yeah. of groups as well today. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put C R by nines. I do like that song. Okay. Okay. C R. So yeah. Um That's great. Yeah, that closes that. Again, you can find our now and then players on Spotify. Um if you were an avid listener, you would see that, you know, last week we had Tandy on. Good guest, you know. Shout out to her. No, she's, she's all right. She's all right. Um, yeah, we had the, the Jada, yeah. yeah, that Jada Smith song that she said was one of the best songs ever. <laughs> you know, I realised, John. Like people just feel like once they're here, right, they have to close out with something just so hyperbolic. Like it's like time to make your mark. Fuck it up. Let's go. <laughs> so we had like, like Harry just with a young punk cover. <laughs> Junior, Junior was the only one who just kind of was like, yeah, thanks guys. See you later. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, everyone else had to like leave with a bag. <laughs> They're like, here are my socials, and also... <laughs> and also, this art is like the best ever. Like, I was like, fucking yeah. hell. Like, we didn't even get time to unpack that. Why did you mention this earlier? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, you can find her song. She added um, the Jada Smith song, 90. Apparently, if you know, you know. Um, yeah, all these other songs from other, all the other guests is there. Um, a quick, you know, quick shout out to our um, Valentine's playlist, It Needs to Be the Food of Love. Um, if you haven't checked it out already, go and check it out. It's actually, you know, pretty banging playlist. Yeah, we made you know? it uh, in collaboration with Junior yeah. um, from the Untitled Podcast, who was on a few weeks back. Um, yeah. And yeah, before we before we finish, um, we mm. failed to talk about our spotlight artist, so we'll just give like a, a minute or two to uh, oh. to Hitchcock now. <laughs> we didn't do that at the beginning. We do have a thing called Spotlight Series. Oh. Which Oh my god <laughs> until today 19 weeks in a row we talked about at the beginning um oh, yeah man. we had him as our, our spotlight artist this week different. that's all that's all this episode's gonna be fucking long bro <laughs> I even, oh my gosh okay let's quickly mention him no no um, no let's, let's give me just dudes because i think he's actually pretty sick so deontay hitchcock atlanta rapper coming up mm-hmm. um so um he's had a few eps here and he had a lot of eps before he kind of got yeah. signed um no, after he got signed, sorry, I think he's trying to build up towards the album. So he's an Atlanta rapper. If you haven't heard of him, he's featured with Jid. You know, I know a lot of you guys out there like Jid. If you know if that doesn't sell you, he's got you know worked with Miguel. Oh, Miguel. That doesn't yeah. sell you. I don't know what's wrong with you. But anyway, yeah, you know, go on. But yeah. <clears throat> and also Saint Beauty, who we featured as our spotlight yeah. artist last week. Um, initial thoughts on him. I'll go first. You know, since we fucking forgot again. Um, yeah, really. I think he's really good. I think. One, you're so interesting about um, about rappers that never that never seems to compute in my brain. It's like okay, so you've achieved something you've dreamed for your whole life. You've come into serious wealth, but then you're rapping about the most depressing shit known to man. It's like oh, what's going on? Like when we are you ever gonna talk about how happy you are to be in this position? Like it's really strange. But he does that here. So he literally has a song called. I got money now, and it's a fun song. I think it was one of the songs we um, featured on our um, Instagram post and our Facebook, mm. um, not Facebook, you don't post on Facebook, Twitter post, and um, and it sounds like a silly song, but I think the reason why I wanted to kind of start off with that and continue the discussion is the reason why I think it's so interesting because a lot of rappers don't do that. A lot of rappers like it feels like they make it, but they still want to have the aesthetic as if they're from the hood or they're from they're still grinding mm. to where they are. When it's like no, like. 
I've made it. I am happy I've made it. I've got money. I can look after my family and all of that. So mm. I think it's small songs like that that I appreciate. And um, yeah, the boy can rap, man. The boy's got... The boy can rap. So yeah, what, what are your initial thoughts yeah. on Deontay? No, I definitely agree with that. I think um, it's that idea of like taking a moment to go right. Like made it like this is cool. Like I'm yeah. happy with what I've accomplished. Um, mm. Getting bitches, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. The, uh, the perks. That's what no. Says. Don't look yeah. at me like that. Yeah. Um, all the perks of uh, success. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I think I think he's a quality artist. I mean, coming from Atlanta, like, you've got that mm. whole... Collective. Like, kind yeah. of storied, mm. like, um, kind of, like, history behind you. And that, like, mm. Atlanta is such, like, a close-knit community. Especially right now. As an artist, especially yeah. right now. Um, mm. That it feels like, yeah, like, they're all just going to, like, pull each other up and, like, kind of bring... Yeah, like bring each other up with them. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which is, yeah, obviously great for like a, I mean, he's not, he's been in the game for ages. Like he's been making music for ages, but like mm. he's making it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can kind of see him, him kind of going bigger and better. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think no, the I way, like him, I like yeah. Him. No, I think the way he kind of talks about kind of the things that kind of surround him coming up. So, I'm not going to say this is the album he always wants to make. It doesn't give me that vibe to it. But he is kind of documenting like, oh yeah, like, you know, we were going through this, we are going through that. And it's not like every song was like, we were struggling and now we made it. It's like some songs like, you know, it's just like, um, talk about the thing, some of the things he's facing right now. Like, obviously a lot of women wanting money from him and, you know, mm. stuff like that. But also, I think also trying to struggle, it's like the whole reconciliation of trying not to forget where you came from as well. It's really interesting. Again, really short album. Really short album. I think it's like 35 minutes, 10 songs. That's like my my thing. That's like the sweet spot. Like you in and out. Ten not, yeah, not wasting time. He's got a deluxe. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to add more songs, have a fucking deluxe, mate. So he he dropped his deluxe. Um, his album's called Better. Definitely check that out. I think yeah. he is someone... Don't wrong. He's not He's not Jid. Let's, let's relax. He's not Jid. He is not Jid. Mm. But I think if we're talking about rappers who are going to be more relevant as the years go by, I would definitely put him in that category because why would I? The way I think the way it is, it's like if we're talking about Southern rappers, because this is where I'm going to see it, right? If we're talking about Southern rappers, like yeah, I think he's just one of the better ones. I think after Jid, I wouldn't put the baby there. I was, yeah, I think him. I think, yeah, he's on like an Earth Gang level. I'm surprised he's mm. been um, quiet for this long, to be honest. I'm surprised like, people haven't really picked up on him. But again, again, outside is closed, so so like you can come to London, do a little concert, and people can kind of pick up buzz from there. You just kind of, if you know, you know, kind of thing. But um, mm. yeah, I think I think his mixture of um, comedy and like more, what's the word? Introspective rhymes. Yeah, is nice. Yeah. It gives me it gives me very chance to rapper type of vibes. What without the mm. religious undertones, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Any chance yeah. for a chance, right? Preference. No, I'm not rapping. Um, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's, it's his choice. But yeah, Chuck is um his three songs out. We recommend three songs every single week. Um, so on yeah, we put three of them on our mm. Spotlight series playlist, which mm. is on Spotify. Uh, and yeah, give that a follow. Um, let us know. We'll have a new one for you next Monday. Do you know what I'm going to do? Every week. I'm going to run it. a poll on Twitter, and I'm just going to say. Do you like Apple Music that much? And should we create a playlist? If it gets enough votes, we'll consider it. I'll, I'll do that because 
Uh, people have messaged me like, oh, you're not going to make one on Apple Music. I'm like, oh, who the fuck uses that anymore, babe? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you can actually listen to the playlist for free on Spotify. Like, why aren't you doing that? Like, it's free. Like, <laughs> it can't get better than that. But some people just like Apple Music, don't they? So, um, yeah, you know, I'll throw a poll in. Bondage. M- yeah. Maybe tonight, actually. I just feel like, should we make an Apple playlist? And if it gets enough likes, then I'll consider it. If not, then fuck off. It's never happening. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Thanks um, for for tuning in. That's yeah. Episode twenty. Come on. Fantastic. I mean, the next few episodes are gonna be gonna be pretty fucking sick. So uh, yeah, if, got some. You know. Yeah, it's got some good stuff coming up. Yeah, man. So yeah, stay tuned until next week. So fucking, if you made it this far, shout out to you, mate. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Let's wrap up.